Good morning, 1910. We are so glad that you've joined us today, this Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. This may be the best message preached at 1910 in months. <laughs> today, we are honored and blessed to have a special guest speaker, the Mother Dove, the woman of the house, the first lady, Angela Sue Brown. Come on, everybody, just give me a round of applause right now. Let's welcome her. I put on my best for you Mother's did. Day. He made me put my best on too. So. And I hope that everyone watching has dressed up. Moms, we don't care that's your day. You wear what you want to. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited that you're going to be able to share. You got a special word for ladies today. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, my, you just made my mom really happy because you used my full name that she named me Angela. And um, so happy Mother's Day to everyone, but especially to my mom. Um, and I just today just want to celebrate you, mom. Um, as a mom, I think this year more than any other year probably in history, right? Um, we need to celebrate moms. They yeah. have been busting it. <laughs> like nobody's business. Um, I want you to know that we see you and um, that we know what you have been doing in this crazy quarantine um, and that you are extraordinary. That That is one of the biggest things I want you to walk away with yeah. today is knowing that um, you're a daughter of the King and you are extraordinary. Um, women we know um, are hard workers, right? We're multitaskers mm -hmm. as as you know, opposite. I don't know how you guys men. do it. Yeah. I, I always have to remember, like, they truly are not multitaskers. Um, there's a book that's called, like, Women Are Like Spaghetti and Men Are Like Waffles. And that's true. Like, women's minds go like this and men are pretty boxed up, right? Yeah. Um, so we're also, women are finders of all things hidden and sometimes not hidden. It could be right there on the table where you told them. Um, and we are also, um, I think, the number one cheerleaders in our homes and um, in relationships. Women are just, um, are extraordinary. Um, one of the biggest struggles, I think, for moms and for women during this whole crazy quarantine time has been exhaustion. Um, it, it's women are going all the time and um, we've become empty, right? Because we, we need to be filled up before we can pour into others. Mm -hmm. And um, when we're empty, we often will become exhausted. Um, and so, you know, God created us to be helpers, right? Mm -hmm. um, Let me ask you a question though. Yeah. So you, this exhaustion thing, I think is something that ladies watching all across the globe can relate to. So how do you fill yourself up? What what do you do when you're depleted? Right. That's a, that's a great question. I think um, the first thing that I do, and I'm thinking like spiritually right now, the first thing I do, well, even, and even when I'm physically exhausted is I pray. I, I think prayer is one of those things. We've talked about that in Radiant Bible Study throughout the last couple years um, of how important prayer is and what... Um, really this huge opportunity um, and force that we have with prayer. And so I think praying when we are exhausted, um, definitely getting into God's word. Um, we have done some really cool things with 1910 Engage throughout this these last couple months of um, encouraging you to read something and then encouraging, encouraging uh, people to listen to scripture. Yeah. And so I think when we read scripture and we listen to scripture, another thing for me, um, is playing worship music. Mm. 
And I found myself um, a few weeks ago, we, I mean, I'll just be honest, it was a pretty rough time here in the Brown home and we were exhausted. Um, it was we, probably my fault, correct? I mean, I was definitely at fault because there were some things that I shifted and you shifted as well, but that I shifted that I think helped set the atmosphere <laughs> a little differently. Um, and one of those things was worship music. I yeah. had been playing um, I had the TV on a lot because we're home and it was in the background and it was the news or even Hallmark, right? Which oh. we all love Hallmark. Yeah. Um, but it was um, not necessarily feeding my soul. Mm. And so when, when we began to, to start playing worship music in our home, the atmosphere changed. And when you invite the Holy Spirit into your home or into your workplace or wherever, the atmosphere has to change, Yeah. right? Absolutely. And so when you invite the Holy Spirit into your life, it changes, the atmosphere changes. And then another thing is to rest and recharge. Mm -hmm. I think that that's so important. In scripture, you know, God ordained the Sabbath and it wasn't like a time to just, like because God was tired. God wasn't tired, he's God. Yeah. But he knew that rest and relaxation was important for us um, and so, you know, we just have to do that. Absolutely. Um, again, I think women are extraordinary. I think you would say that women are extraordinary. Even more so now. Yes. And I know some of you are saying that I'm just ordinary. Um, Angie, I'm just broken. Mm. I, um, you know, I'm this or I'm that. And, um, and sometimes I think one thing that I struggle with is like, I'm a helper. All I do is help people, right? Well, there's great news. Um, God created you to be a helper. That's right. And so instead of being scared of that, I want to encourage you to step into that, right? Into the calling that God did for us. And in Genesis 2.18, um, it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And so God, again, he ordained women being a helper. And so how how is that a bad thing? It's not. It's a good thing. And, he, and instead of finding ourselves um, frustrated, why, why don't we, and saying, oh, you know, I got to do this or that or this or that, realize that that's an important thing that God has allowed women to do. Um, one day, Jason and I were talking about death because... Be careful. I know, but we were. And I was like, well, if I die, y'all would be fine or something like that. And what did you say? I said, I would be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Because you help so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that yeah. was the word he used was mm -hmm. you're such a helper. And so I think, again, walking into, stepping into that identity um, is important for us as women to, instead of pushing it off and giving it the Heisman to just mm -hmm. kind of bring it in and realize. Now, I think it's important good. also that, you know, the Hebrew word for helper is azer. Right. And, and it means helper. And, and I think it's important because I think that it's real easy for, I'm just going to shoot straight. It's easy for us dudes to think that it's her responsibility to do this. Right. Um, right. And there are a lot of men that view women and their wives, especially as their servant. Right. Or uh, some men even have a negative low view of women and they see them as doormats. Well, right. that's not what that word means right. in, in, in Genesis there. When, when God gave Adam this azer, 
It was a helpmate. Right. It wasn't that one was supposed to dominate and rule over the other. Right. But when they work together, when they help each other, and it's a mutual helping. Yes. When they help each other, man, that's when they both function and operate in a manner that I think that God really intended when he created them. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think God, I think we can flourish in that and to remember that <clears throat> God took, took the rib from the man to make the woman. From the side. The side. He didn't take rib. the foot no. or the head. Or the head. No. From the side. Right. Side by side. Right. That's good. So I, th I, think that's that's, good. I think that's good. I um, mm. I also want to just say, tell you that God loves and highly favors women. Mm. He highly favors you. And he uses all women. It doesn't matter what your life looks like. You can be rich. You can be poor. You can be young. You can be old. You can be married, widowed, single, divorced. Um, it, it doesn't matter if you're a mom or if you're not a mom, um, God uses ordinary women to do extraordinary things. I love that. I, I heard, I love that too. Mm -hmm. I, um, heard Lisa Nelson from the rock, um, church, um, speak recently. And she said this, I love the statement that she shared. He meaning God spoke destiny over you before you took your first breath. And I think that's true for both women and men, mm. that God spoke a destiny over you and he had a purpose in it. And in Psalm 139, 14, it says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My mom used to say that all the time yeah. to me. In fact, I think my mom still says that every single morning when she wakes <laughs> up. Good. She says, I am wonderfully reminder. and fearfully made. Yeah. And, and that is true. God made us. He had a purpose and he had a destiny for you when he created you. And I love that message because I think so many feel like, okay, I'm just a mom. Right. Or, hey, now I'm just a homeschool teacher. Ugh, or, less, you less know, I all. just... And so for, for women to hear that, that they have purpose and there's mm -hmm. an incredible destiny yeah. that they are of great value uh, a, 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 as well. That, yes. that is important, I think. What an encouraging word there. Right. Yeah. I think that, you know, God sees us so differently than we see ourselves. Right. And, um, and our worth, your worth comes directly from God. Mm. Um, that verse, you know, it talks about God's purpose was was formed even in our mother's womb. And so I thought about that, like how women were chosen, not men, but women. God chose women to carry life wow. within them, in, in the womb, and to care for. God God did that. He, he wanted us to care for our children and our family. And he gave us this great honor in that, right? A, a man cannot carry a baby. Even all these... Thousands of years later, technology has not figured out how a man. That's true. I, and God probably knew that we men couldn't handle that could be that true. nine month process, the pain and all that. Yeah. So the depleting of the yeah, you women are pretty stuff. incredible. Yeah. And so we are, you know, I think we are and um, we're we're naturally caregivers. And even those y'all. I know that there are some women out there right now who you, for whatever reason, could not carry a baby. Mm -hmm. um, God sees you mm -hmm. and oh, he loves you. And he still formed you with this longing inside of you to care for others mm -hmm. because we are caregivers. Mm -hmm. And so I don't care what kind of woman you are. Every woman 
she is called to mother somehow. Hmm. And so that can be through birth, Mm -hmm. that can be through fostering or adopting. Yeah. It can be if you have pets and you're just a pet mama. Pet mama. Those are important. Pets are, they can be exhausting and take a lot of, you know, things out of us. And you have to care for them just like you do your kids. Um, But you might be a caregiver of another kind. You might take care of an older person in your family or that may be part of your job. Um, That's what I love about girls because I've always heard too that girls take better care of their aging parents better care than boys do we should be good because we have two i'm in good hands okay that's good yeah i'm excited i'm excited about getting old (laughs) gosh yeah i don't know about that but um it's better than the alternative i guess i don't know the alternative is heaven so i'm good with that too but um i believe that that also though every woman um is called to be a spiritual mother Mm. and so a spiritual mother um we have great influence as women again. Yeah. Um, and Jay, w- I know that women in in the church, spiritual mothers are an important thing to you. They they, they are. You know, e- even in my coming to know the Lord, you know, it was women that played a major mm-hmm. role in in my coming to know the Lord. I mean, I had right. a dad that modeled, and I was around great men, but it was my mom that answered the hard questions for me in in faith. And uh, most of my Sunday school teachers growing up were were women but but i just i just see incredible spiritual wisdom in women in fact i don't know if you remember this but when we started this church Mm -hmm. 14 years ago my first staff hire was a woman it was um and because i just knew that first of all she was anointed yes and but i knew that god was going to use her in a major role and capacity even Mm -hmm. as we were starting uh, this new church. I needed her and her leadership. Uh, and because of that, she laid an incredible foundation yes. that we're still experiencing the, still the fruits to this of day. She was yeah. a helper. She was a helper. a helper. More than a helper, man. She Sometimes I think she wrote some of my sermons she, in those early years. She is a rock but it was star. Great. She's still a rock she star She is incredible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one interesting thing to me, because, you know, scripture was written thousands of years ago, right? Yeah. And um, primarily the, the, the culture was very men, um, I don't know, men-led. Focused, yeah, yeah, driven. And, yeah. Um, and women had kind of a lower, I mean, they definitely looked at them lower. I don't know where the disconnect was of what mm-hmm. God created and then what happened in their society. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's like so many men mentioned in the, in the Bible. It's like 1,700 yeah. or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but only 93 men, women, only 93 mm-hmm. are mentioned in scripture, mentioned. And of those 93, only 49 are mentioned by name. Wow. Yeah. What an honor, right? You yeah. think about even those women whose the books of the Bible are named after yeah. Ruth and Esther. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. And um, two of those 49, this is this is something that like, oh, when I read this verse one day, it just like, I don't know, brought really sweet joy to my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's in 2 Timothy 1.5. And um, this is Paul writing to Timothy who Paul didn't have any children of his own. He wasn't married, but he looked at Timothy, I believe, as a son, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, 2 Timothy 1.5 says, As I think of your strong faith that was passed down through your family line, it began with your grandmother Lois 
who passed it on to your dear mother, Eunice. Mm. And it's clear that you two are following in the footsteps of their godly example. I love that. A strong faith passed down the line. Yes, which was super unusual for the that. women to pass that down. And Timothy's dad and I guess maybe his grandfather were were not Jews. Yeah, I mean, even in that culture, you know, they would go and sit to listen to yes. the rabbi who yes. were men, men teach. So So they but they allowed, you know, the men in that family allowed the women yeah. to pass down the So scriptures. Paul's shouting out two women here. Two women. I love that. And um and so I love that. And it, you know, women have a great influence in scripture, but also in our lives. Because, mm-hmm. you know, what they say behind every man is a woman, you know, a good woman, right? Probably a better woman. Well, maybe, yeah. but no, not really. Um, but you know, we were again, we were born to be helpers. We were born to be teachers, mm. right? A helper, you're you're hopefully teaching as you go. You're not just doing, you know. Um, you're teaching them to do it. It's kind of like teach a man to fish instead of fishing for them. You know, I'm just dying to do something right now. Do it. I, I love uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> You know that famous cheesy line. Which one? You complete me. There you go. I just had wow. to get that in. That was added. So there you yay, go. Thank you. Yay for bonus. It's my contribution. It's not bonus Bible. My it's contribution bonus today. Movie. Yeah. All right. So um, one one and another reason I love this scripture so much is because it talks about the grandmother, mm. right, and the mom, and I know that I am extremely blessed, extremely blessed with my family heritage in with my spiritual heritage. Um, And they they go hand in hand. And so my mama, as I called her, Mm -hmm. her name is Mary Lou. That's why I call you Lulu. It is why you call me Lulu. I have her little ring on today. Um, But she was married to my Papa Jack. And Papa Jack, you've heard Jason and I both talk about my Papa. He was a pastor um, who pastored a church of 500 people and worked full time. And um, they were amazing just spiritual leaders in my mm-hmm. life. And my my grandma was one of my first spiritual moms. Um, she talked about Jesus just in everyday life. Right. I don't really ever remember her sitting down with me and us doing a Bible study mm-hmm. per se. I, I don't remember that. But I do remember watching her live her life as God called her to do. Yeah. Um, she was very much behind the scenes. Um, when you read about the Proverbs 31 woman, um, it, that is a big chapter to live up to wow. for any woman. Yeah. But when I think of my grandma, I, I see that Proverbs mm-hmm. 31 woman mm-hmm. in her. She was mm-hmm. just this amazing lady who did so many things. Again, it was behind the scenes. Um, I know that she prayed for us, um, in her everyday goings and comings, she just spoke about Jesus and about his love and his grace and his purpose for me. You know, he would call, she would call that out in me, even simple things as silly. I remember her always telling me, Oh, sissy. She called me sissy. Oh, sissy. You have the most beautiful handwriting. I didn't really have the most beautiful handwriting, but she thought I did. Yeah. So then I thought I did, right? Um, and there there was a pure joy for Jesus alone in her. Yes. Um, she had a really, really rough upbringing. Some really horrible things happened to her as a child and a young woman. But And then she was sick a lot of her life. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
several cancers and tumors and just a lot of things that she walked through some hard things, mm -hmm. but she overcame all of that through yeah. Jesus. Hallelujah. He helped her and he was her resource. Mm -hmm. And she told others about those things that she had overcome. Yeah. And she spiritually mentored them in that. And it wasn't a sit down with us and have a cup of coffee and do the spiritual mentoring. It was literally watching her live her life. Mm -hmm. um, and that, also, I, I think of, you know, in scripture, it talks about Eunice, right? right. Lois's daughter, Eunice. Well, mm -hmm. my mom, my mom was Mary Lou's daughter. So yeah. Betty Sue, happy Mother's Day again. That's right. Betty Sue. Shout out. Um, but she, I know that she has studied God's word my entire life. Mm. Um, I would walk in on her, seeing her study God's word. She talks about it even today about during this quarantine, she's been doing several Bible studies on her own. Um, she treats other people with love and compassion. Yeah. She gives to the poor and those in need. I've watched her do that. Um, I've watched her pay for people's groceries or I've watched her spend time with someone in the, in the aisle at the shopping, you know, wherever she was shopping because they were lonely, yeah. you know? Um, and she does like to talk, but mainly because she, she does, be yeah. careful, it's your mother-in-law. I know, I love her. She <laughs> but, cooks meals though. Oh my I love gosh. that though too. She cooks, she cooks the best meals oh. and she takes meals. Even yep. during this, she has been taking meals to people that need them. And um, she, one of the, my most favorite things about my mom is she pounds the gates of heaven mm. for others. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Betty Cope prayers, they are powerful. She she moves mountains in her prayers. Absolutely. Um, sorry, That's my good. sweet mom. Um, she encourages me mm. to be the best Angela that I can be. <laughs> um, she encourages me to love you and to support you like I'm supposed to. She calls me out <laughs> when I'm not. Yeah, you wanted to check out on that a few <laughs> times, haven't you? Thanks, well, mom, for calling her out. <laughs> But she is the best model of a godly mom. Mm. Um, her grand, her grandkids, and her kids, and her great grandkids even would would say that would build her up in yeah, that. Yeah. And so she's a fabulous Coco. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that again. I'm super blessed by my legacy, and not everyone is. Yeah. Um, I know that that you may have come from a broken place, mm -hmm. but here's the deal: as daughters of the King. We all have a beautiful legacy. Yeah. And we can change our legacy. Um, and God calls you to be a spiritual mother to someone else. Mm, that's good. So um, God has placed several women in my life to pour into me and mentor me throughout the years. I have great friends younger and older. Um, I have, they push me to be more like Jesus. They encourage me. They correct me. Um, they're great women of faith and prayer. Like even right now, tons of them are praying for me. That's right. I love um, it. and so, um, Jay, I know that like your mom, you said she had a great influence on you, yeah. but she's been a huge blessing in my life. And she's a spiritual mom mm -hmm. in my life. I've watched mm -hmm. her read God's word and pray. And, um, and so, you know, it's just a, an amazing thing, this gift that women have. Um, a recent survey on social media I did, um, I was asking moms and women, you know, what mm -hmm. is it? What is it that you are are struggling with during this time? Mm -hmm. And the overwhelming response, again, was exhaustion. Mm -hmm. 
And so they're going, 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 taking care of homes, kids, husbands, 24 seven. They're teaching school, yeah. they're working, they're being a counselor, they're being a director, a referee, an encourager. <laughs> and literally we are having to cook every single day. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you, I know that women feel as if there's no hope and that they're alone. Um, like no one is pouring into um, us mm. sometimes. Maybe mm. you feel like nobody sees you. Um, we have to change this. And I think that we need some spiritual mamas in our lives. Um, I, want, I want you to think about who has God already placed in your life? Maybe it's a Bible study leader. Maybe it's a neighbor, um, a literal mama like me that I have, um, a dear friend. Maybe it's your daughter. I'll tell you what, my girls, they speak, um, they speak into me and, and I watch them become mm. a spiritual mama in my life. Mm -hmm. um, you cannot do this alone. I just, I want you to know that you cannot on your own do it. The only way that we as women or men really can walk through life is first of all, if you know Jesus as your personal savior, mm -hmm. if you don't know him, we want to help you know him. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ask the Holy Spirit to fill you and to allow you to walk in these things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to pray and seek his face. Um, and then ask, ask the Lord, where is my influence? Maybe it's right in front of you. Maybe it's in your home. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's in your workplace, in your neighborhood, at the church. There's so many different places, right? Yeah. But we can change eternity. Yes. You can, you can change it by exhibiting and mothering others mm -hmm. in the spirit, right? He has these beautiful plans for you. They're plans to prosper you and not to harm you sure. and plans for a hope and a future. And you can be a strong spiritual and biblical mother or woman. If your days have spiritual and biblical moments. Ooh, I like that. I could be a strong, spiritual and biblical mother if my days have strong spiritual and biblical moments, moments. that's good yeah that's and good. so you can pour into someone else when you begin pouring into your into yourself you're getting the lord to pour into you and you you can turn your ordinary into extraordinary i love that and um, I, I believe that there's no greater call, calling mm. than to be a daughter of the king yeah and to share his love with others yeah. that's my favorite thing I in love life. That. I know that this is an odd time. It's a strange time for women. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe the things that you've shared today are absolutely things that are good medicine for their weary, tired souls. Yeah. And uh, and I just would say thank you for being a, a great example for all of us as well. Mm -hmm. The you. fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Mm -hmm. And you've alluded to your grandmother, your mother, but I want you to know as well that you have modeled that for mm -hmm. our girls and for me and for all these other ladies mm -hmm. I know that are uh, of the house 1910. So thank you for demonstrating and, and living this out. That's a good word. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Y'all know that's a great word today. So I, I know that you probably want to wrap this up by praying over the I ladies. Do. I know you want to do that. I so do. I'll let you do that and then I'll, right. I'll wrap it up. So God, we just come before you and we thank you so much for, um, God, just today, a day to set aside and celebrate women. Yes. And, um, Lord, I, 
pray right now, God, that your daughters know their purpose. Mm -hmm. God, that they are loved and they are seen. God, that they are extraordinary because of what you did on the cross for us. Thank you, Lord. And so, Lord, I pray that we would we would begin walking in this purpose, mm-hmm. this calling that you have on us to be spiritual mothers, mm-hmm. Lord, that we would seek out those who we can pour into, Father, yes. that we would, we would seek your face, mm-hmm. God, in all of these things. Mm-hmm. And Lord, that we would just walk in confidence, Lord, knowing that you have called us, you will not leave us alone, mm-hmm. And we will get through this. That's right. So, Lord, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. That's a great word. And I, you know, one of the things I know that that during this time together today, some of you might be carrying around some wounds, hurts, or pains, self-induced or induced by others. And so... Uh, I still think that it's appropriate for us today to let you know that we'd love to pray with you and come alongside yes, of yes, of not sure. only women, but but anyone today that yeah. might be carrying around something that is mm-hmm. just painful. So one of the things we want to encourage you to do is, is to do this. There's a number, 97000, If we can pray with you about anything, text the word PRAY1910 to that number, pray 1910 to the number 97,000. Yeah. Hey, maybe today, today's your first time with us. You hey. picked a great day. Yay, I'm you. telling you, next Sunday's message won't be as strong as uh, this one. We start a new series next Sunday. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to yeah. share it with you. So I hope you ladies have been encouraged today. Uh, children, men, take care of the woman in your life. And we want to let everyone know, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's we'll Day. We'll see you soon.